Hello, welcome to the Monday, December 11th, 2017 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. I always say that one of the most difficult, if not impossible, tasks in security is to figure out if a document is not malicious or a system is not compromised. DDA took on just this challenge with an RTF document that a reader submitted. The document didn't trigger any antivirus engines. Now, that by itself, of course, is far from sufficient to call this particular document non-malicious. It had sort of a lot of the hallmarks of malicious RTF documents. First of all, it arrived as an attachment in an email. The email came from a source that's unknown to the particular reader. So DDA took a closer look at the document using some of his own tools. And well, he actually came to the conclusion that the document is not malicious. All the document contained as far as DDE could find out was metadata describing the RTF document, which is very typical. And apparently it didn't contain any content. So lucky for us, not all exploits are created correctly. And in this case, probably someone tried to exploit a vulnerability, but just didn't know how to run the tool correctly. And remember back in May, someone found a keylogger that was part of the Connexent audio driver package. This particular keylogger and driver package was originally found on HP notebooks. Later, other vendors, I believe, also found the same driver with a keystroke logging enabled. Uh, now, well, it uh, looks like we have deja vu here. HP's keyboard driver apparently can be enabled to lock keystrokes. Now, this is uh, quite a bit of different than the Connexent case. First of all, it does affect the keyboard driver itself. The keyboard driver, of course, has to read keystrokes. And apparently there is a debug feature that's turned off by default, unlike what we had back with Connexent. And now in order to turn it on, you have to be an administrator. This could still potentially be a problem. And the issue here is that if someone compromises your system, becomes administrator, of course, they could install a keystroke logger. But uh, that keystroke logger may trigger anti-malware behavior because it does tie itself into your keyboard drivers. Well, if you are just turning on this feature in your keyboard driver, then you're less likely going to run afoul of anti-malware detection. The keystrokes are logged to a local file, so nothing is being exfiltrated. That's something the attacker would still have to do on their own. I don't see this as a huge problem, but certainly something you should fix as patches become available. And you probably do want to watch closely the registry entries that will turn on this behavior. The driver that exhibits this behavior is the Synaptics driver, a very long list. It's I think a couple hundred uh, items long of HP laptops is affected. And last week, I mentioned that Google released an update for Android. We have no more details about one particularly interesting vulnerability. It affects the ability to verify APK file signatures, and it allows the attacker to prepend arbitrary data. 
Android executables can come in two forms. The first and probably more known form is APK files. APK files are zipped Java code. Now they include a signature that makes sure that the file itself did not get altered. However, there's a tricky thing about zip files. Zip files don't actually have to start with a zip file signature. You can prepend arbitrary data to a zip file and it's still a valid zip file. If you unzip a file like that, it will just unzip the zipped part. So what's happening here is that an attacker can take a valid APK, so the zip file, and then prepend it with a DEX file. DEX files is another form of executable for Android. And what will happen is that the file will validate correctly because during the validation, it only looks at the APK file part, but later the DEX file part will be executed as well. DEX files are allowed to contain arbitrary bytes at the end. So with the zip or APK files allowing for an arbitrary header and with the DEX file allowing for the arbitrary trailer, those two file formats can be appended to each other and still be valid by themselves. And Microsoft released yet another critical patch for Windows Defender or its anti-malware engine. This component is pretty much used by anything that scans malware in Microsoft systems. So Microsoft Endpoint Protection is affected as well as a Microsoft Exchange Server. The advantage of this kind of problem is that Microsoft is able to automatically patch it by pushing the patch with with its antivirus signature update. We have seen this happen a couple times so far this year. So you probably want to make sure that these updates got applied correctly. Every so often we get reports that these signature updates are not really loaded as expected. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.